This week, we take care of a bad case of toe jam and top of the house of cards as Tim Donnelly schools us in Boss 101. We're like cats on a hot tin roof when we start talking about indie games like Infinite Factory, but really, who can we trust in this town of Salem? It's episode 40 of the Indie Game Riot! <laughs> Everybody is Josh and Jan. Yes, this is episode forty. We are middle aged and uh, feeling good about it. Uh, yeah, we're gonna no crises yet, unless you're gonna go buy a, a sports car tech. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Unfortunately, we don't have Rev here with us. Uh, Rev Rev is in, in Utah, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's like replaying the Hills Have Eyes involuntarily. Something um, like that. Maybe maybe he, he went back to his original <laughs> religion. I don't know how that works. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got hit in the neck with a wooden sword and he had like temporary nerve damage. I think he'd go in to see a doctor, something like that. Anyway, that doesn't matter because we have Tim here. Tim Donnelly, who you might have seen on our website, he does uh, he's very kind enough to uh, write the How to Make a Game series of articles on our website. Yep. If you haven't checked it out, you should go check it out because uh, it's really good reads and I've I, I'm not even a game developer and I've found some helpful stuff. Um, the stickies. Yeah. The stickies wow. Do you like the stickies? Yeah, I do like the stickies. Stickies is great. Uh, that's, that's how like... I even remembered that I had an interview. <laughs> yeah. Did you use yeah. the alarm? Did you use the alarm function on it? Because that's the best thing. I didn't know. No, I haven't even explored Control it too shift much. A. Control Shift A. And it, like, you. So basically, it's like a to-do list, right? You, know, you can make your to-do notes. Yeah. Write a note. Control Shift A, and then say hide until you want it to. Sh- you know, till the alarm comes on. So it just hides this like post-it note on your desk. Oh. Then like later cool. today, it pops up and un- and overrides any windows you're that, doing. That would be helpful be, instead of having a big post in the. I just I just have like timers on my phone. I got I have like <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the master. I do that. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I tried I tried using like the our web mail for that and it just it won't work right. So yeah. this is really Internet. helpful. Um, but yeah, Tim, that's him is with us. He writes those articles. He also is the dev of Boss 101. We're going to interview him later about the game, and he's going to stick around for the whole show and talk about all the indie games and news and stuff we have yes. on the show. Um, but first, uh, well, let's be good hosts, Tech, and let Tim go first. Yeah. What's been going yeah. on with you recently? Um, well, you, I mean, you guys, great intro. Thank you very much. Uh, Boss 101, yeah. The thing with Boss 101, that's, that's what I do full-time, and it's basically heading towards a Steam green light. So what we're doing right now is putting together a video. So myself and the, the team, uh, Jason, and uh, basically uh, Arles and Manone are putting together, uh, Joshua are putting together our, basically the video for it. So what we're doing is putting all this stuff together and we spending all our time getting ready for that. So this whole like last couple weeks has been basically putting video stuff together and getting it ready. Cause, but the thing is we don't want to release the video until it looks amazing. And all the stuff we've been doing right now it's just been leading up to that, so that's like my whole week this week has been capturing big gameplay footage, putting it together, putting it inside there, and getting it ready to be premiered or and then captured and sent up there. So that's my week. I, I, I'm excited to talk to you about that too because I 
shmups. I'm I'm terrible at shmups and bullet hells and things like that. So oh, I, I so I'm, I'm I'm excited to talk to you about it because recently I've there's been a couple that I've come across at uh, Magfest and Indicade. Yeah. And um, and and I'm actually starting to grow fond of some of these games. So I'm hoping this will like, continue that trend. Um, all right, Tech. What about you? What's been going on? Um, I've been keeping very busy. Uh, work hasn't been as intense as it usually is. It is cold, so delivering pizzas is, you know, in the in the snow is a thing. Um, but I've really just been sort of focusing on having fun with my YouTube channel, playing a lot of video games, playing a lot of Hand of Fate. Oh man, uh, you talk about Hand of Fate. Actually, Hand of Fate. Uh, we talked. I'm just I'm bragging here for a little bit. Hand of Fate yeah. came to us. And yep. they're like, here, have some codes. You haven't gotten yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. uh, attention or anything like that. And uh, we checked it out. And it was freaking ama- it's amazing. And we now they're huge. It. And now, like, it's getting so much attention on YouTube yep. and things like that. And I'm, I love the fact that they've yeah. blown up out of so all mm-hmm. of a sudden. So congratulations to those guys. Yeah, it's it's definitely a great game. There's an episode. You can check our website, IndieGameRight.com, uh, where we talk about it. Um, playing, you know, just some other stuff. Um, I guess... I haven't really been playing a lot of games. I've just been sort of keeping busy, uh, staying on top of things. Um, Yeah, it sounds boring, but I've I've been I've been doing stuff. Waste? (laughs) No, you're waste waste of life if you're not playing games. Yep, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's okay. I understand. We all have. I mean, we always talk about uh, can't really live off of podcasting peanuts. So I understand. Not yet. Got work and everything like that because I do too, (laughs) and family, and uh, I've been. I have been uh, catching up on uh, freaking Indie Game Riot stuff. I've been just swamped. Uh, if you haven't noticed that, we're kind of behind on, on episodes, and that's all going to catch up this weekend. I'm getting it out, and then this episode will get out uh, on time. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then you're also going <laughs> to get more interviews from IndieK because I'm going to yeah. be getting those out. Did that I, one I released come out one, today? I released the first one today. Uh, that was by some guys um, from NYU, or they graduated from NYU, and they won uh, best game at uh, the Global Game Jam this year, hosted in Brooklyn. Um, and that was a trippy game. Um, yeah. Go check it out. Backer Reward, it's called, and they're hosting a Kickstarter for the next game, which is kind of based yeah. on that. But by the um, way, just just as just as a as a sort of comment coming from multiple years of video production, mm-hmm. Josh, were you alone? Yeah. It was just you. Yeah, you did a alone. great job for being alone. <laughs> Thank like, you. I'm used, was... to having, I'm used to having a team, <coughs> but like, you know, like I saw the first one. I'm just like, it's just him. He just got this equipment. He doesn't know what he's doing, and it looks pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was an experience with the equipment and just doing it by myself, especially, uh, I mean, the first the first one you kind of see is, is interesting because Indicator was so different from MagFest. Yeah. It was a lot more cramped um, because it was a smaller building and area. Um, so it, that first one, I had like a group of people behind me because literally just like a few feet to the right, there was a, uh, a whole like, not amphitheater, but like just kind of an area for, for, uh, a panel or a workshop or something. I figured, well, oh. I think it was like legal advice for, for game devs. Jeez. Um, How do they cram all that in there? And then the NYU was like up on the platform. So I was like mm-hmm. hosting it and I was kind of quiet too in the mic. Because I didn't want to be like ah, it's Josh, it's over the over the over the panel, so it was kind of a, you know I had to work with that. And then there's other areas where you see I'm kind of like right up in the camera, yeah. Just because I, there wasn't a whole lot of room, and I was doing my best. But 
Um, but yeah, I think I think considering it was it worked out pretty well. Yeah, so it wasn't as it wasn't as uh, as as hectic and out of control as Magfest. Uh, it was just it was different. I'll just put yeah. it that way. It was different. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll see it as they come out. Uh, but you know, uh, what else is going to come out like in the next five seconds? What's that? Any news ejection? Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why then give yourself an indie news injection? Thanks, indie games. And this week on Indie News Injection, we are starting out with a game that is coming back from the dead. It's a little game. You may have heard of it. You might not have heard of it. And if you're a That's younger listener, you if you're a younger listener, you're you're not even gonna know what we're talking about. We're talking about Toe Jam and Earl coming back <laughs> from the dead and currently on Kickstarter looking for four hundred thousand dollars. Toe Jam and Earl, I don't even remember what year did it come out? Ninety Ninety one. Like I thought it was ninety two. One, one of them came out in ninety one. Yeah, it was. It was. It was I, I think the early early nineties. I think this is like because this is like a, a spinoff or, or a sequel to the second one. I think is what they're saying. So, so I think ninety two. Okay. So later, early yeah. nineties. Safe to say, though. Yeah. yeah exactly. And uh, so, and they are looking for money on Kickstarter. A lot of money. And it is a lot of money. Four hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. But hey. It, it's a lot of game. Everyone, you know, nostalgia sells, and yes. <laughs> and and I'll be and I'll be completely honest with you. I I I don't know what they're doing. Like I don't know. I don't know what's up. I I think they are purely. I mean, first of all, how did I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they were able to get the the rights to this. I thought this was like what is that? Sega. They, uh, Sega game originally. I think yeah. it was Sega. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised they were able to get the rights to this because they the second game, uh, I think, was not considered independent. I think the first game was. Yeah, it was. The second game, I don't think was, and now they're going independent again. So I'm not sure how they got the rights to it, but whatever. Um, yeah. And I think it's just the one guy. Uh, what's his name? I'm actually don't remember his name. Oh, now. um. Oh God, I it's wish I knew too. With a Q. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but basically, yeah. the guy—I I don't know—it's just the one guy, and he's coming out with it. Uh, I think he's—I I really think he's just banking purely on nostalgia, like purely. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe the game will play well, but I mean, if 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 you remember playing the game, it kind of it kind of felt like Earthworm Jim mixed with. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what's yeah. weird is that in my head th- those all sort of like m- melded together. Yeah, to it's like in that style. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure how well that will stand Translate? the test of time. But did you see that video we had though? That doesn't with look the like... prototype. It does. It, it do- looks. It 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 very much does look modern. I, I think that well, not only that, but stylistically, they've sort of stepped up the 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 stylistic choices. So if you look you look back at the original one and you have that sort of feel that it had and then yeah. you modernize that, they've done I think they've done a really good job of like keeping the same idea and instead of just making yeah. it like HD, they've actually sort of transposed it into a modern style that that yes. I think yes. works. It definitely looks like the original game, albeit a lot higher quality, a lot Does- better. Does it look like, because this is a question for you guys, and I mean, if you've okay. played the original one and whatever our ages are here, because I, <laughs> I can assume, assume I'm old enough to know about that game. So when I look at that game and I think, if I was in my 20s 
and I are 15 years old and I saw that game, what would you think, really, if well, you didn't have the nostalgia for it? Like, the problem, I think the problem for me is, like, because, I, like I said, it's nostalgia for me, but just, just at first glance, it's yeah. very, I, th- I think they're going to take it, for just my guess, they're going to take it to the point where it's almost making fun of the 90s um, as far as that yeah. style goes. Because, I mean, even uh, if you look at, uh, which one's the red guy? Is that Earl? I think, I forget which one. I can't which. remember. But the red guy, the red guy on uh, on Toe Jam and Earl is yeah. dressed up in like that 90s gangster rap, like uh, with the big sure. medallion and the sideways hat. and it's Flavor Flame. Looking like, yeah. looking like he's straight out of house party or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, that is what he wore. Yeah. yeah, that's what he it's wore. Just, but I'm know. saying, like, but I'm saying, like, outside of outside of just the people that remember that out of fandom yeah. and nostalgia, uh, you're, you're mentioning like, how is a 15 year old going to look at this and be like, do I want to play this? They're like, that's true. Who, who dresses like that? That's what they're going to well, think. Well, well, here's my here, here's my thing too. It's like, yeah, they've sort of updated the graphics to to be in the modern day, but. We have to we have to think about this now. They, they're gonna if, like if you're looking at it, you're looking right. at it now. If it's the same game, if it's the same, go around, collect stuff, go to the next thing, collect stuff, find stuff, you know, do this, don't fall off. Two player antics, kinda sure. like sure. like as much as much fun as as everybody had. This game is very mechanically basic. Yes. And and I don't I, I don't see what it would be bringing to the table now, other than being like, hey, I can play Toe oh, Jam and Earl. You're right. HD. Like what 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 new is it going to bring other than just being another action platformer? Yeah, because he shows but, the demo in his or a prototype idea in yeah. the video. Right, he shows a, a guy running around like a 3D type environment with the yeah. same ideas as the original Toe Jam and Earl. It's like collecting things and. Mm. Is it, is it was it like a Lost Vikings game where like you teamed up and did things together? Like it, it was more. Um, I don't think it's like a like a puzzle kind of thing where you had to like no. co-op to, to reach things. So you just it's like, really collect. just yeah, everybody collects stuff, and yeah. if you walk away from each other, the screen splits, and you each can do your own thing. And but but what I'm my concern like again was was like how well it's going to stand the test of time because even even with not even just the graphics even with the upgrade graphics. I'm saying is like how many people like they're relying on the nostalgia of people who remember this time period and yeah. um, you know because the 90s first of all if you missed the 90s you're missing out the 90s are fantastic <laughs> but if you did miss the 90s you're not gonna and, and if they're really going for like hey guys you remember the 90s nudge nudge uh, remember this silly thing nudge nudge most people you know like you said 15 year olds are gonna be like no I don't remember that as a matter of fact what are you doing what are you talking about this isn't funny or relevant right. to me at all, um, so I mean, it, I guess it depends on how many people really remember this. <laughs> yeah, I I, I mean, like, I, I don't want to be the kind of guy to be like, no, you shouldn't do that because you know, like, ideas are good, and this is the guy who well, I who like nostalgia was, too, and yeah. who, who did think like this is his idea. You know, like he no, did, but he, he should totally do it exactly. But, I, know, he I, I just. But do you think like here's a question I have because because this is as a as a guy that's in games myself and, and always curious about like not only just how a, a, a media representative would see it but you know as a, as a consumer would see it I look at that and I think you know you've got two choices when you go in nostalgia you either you know your target audience is so big that no matter what you do they're just so happy that Cabbage Patch Kids or whatever are back that they're like gonna buy it up crazy like tennis shoes backpacks whatever it is. 
Or you say, hey, this is just like this thing we did back then, but we're putting a, I hate to say a new interface or a slick look on it, because that's not what I'm trying to get at, but what I, what you do is you give it such a, a sheen to it that even if you knew nothing about it, you go mm-hmm. like, that looks rad. Like that yeah. was, when I saw the video, I didn't immediately go, wow, that's that's like a rad level of like Darkest Dungeon visual tech of like where it's kind of retro, but it has this amazing look to it where I just kind of like, huh, it looks like a Unity game with 2D placards and running in a 3D background that I've seen before. Like, yeah. and it, that's not a bad thing. And it's like the assumption to me. But is it, like, oh, it feels like a cash grab almost on it. Like, yeah. like, hey, I got this, I got this IP that I can, that people are going to remember and like I can make money just purely based on nostalgia. And, and you know how fickle the internet can be. You know, they're going to be yeah. like, people Strength. will see right through that. I don't. Yeah, he's already got the not half, but right, he's got a quarter of his money. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, just a little over he's a hundred. He's almost half, hundred and sixty-five, seven fifty right now. He's at. Yeah. Um, I mean, and he does have like other than the audience uh, from the nineties. He has a lot of uh, you know. I mean, Tim Schafer uh, in itself is is a huge market. Um, you know, he he has a lot of uh, what's the word I'm trying to think? pool in the yeah, industry. Yeah, clout. Yeah, so so people see what he says. You know, he's he's supporting the idea, so people can be like, "All right, Tim Schafer says it's cool." Um, I actually don't know the other guys very well, so I don't well, know even, about that. Even like, I feel like when Tim Schafer, even him, when he does his own thing and he says, "Hey, I'm going to update one of my games or bring you back to my game," well, you remastered Grim Fandango recently. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like at least there's a sense, and I, I'm not saying that I love everything he's done, but I just I am saying that I feel like he does add a sheen to it that you're like oh that's kind of nice you know yeah. like I, it's kind of a polish this one I see this I'm like I was wondering I'm like god if I was just like I didn't know Jack Diddley about this and I saw that video well first of all we need to tell whoever this guy is that how to link a video to the main <laughs> Kickstarter yeah not only, not only that but like and we, we talk about this too uh, we talked about this in our you know good Kickstarters versus bad Kickstarters and if you don't have gameplay footage in the first 30 seconds people are going to yes! play like that's how it yes! works and, and and here it's like not only like I saw this and was like is this real this isn't a video and then I scroll down to the to the first video and I'm watching and I'm like okay the original one okay his face okay and then you're a minute in and it's like okay yeah game three okay alright and then yes! finally at a minute 15 it's like oh hey this cool cinemagraphic of this game and you just showed me all the things that it used to be and it's like okay what is it going to be I don't care why, what it used to be like, I'll emulate cares? a genesis <laughs> Uh, as bad as this sounds. But. So, I mean, one last thing on this, too. Um, now, we we mentioned, well, I think it was last week, we talked about uh, Condemned, the Condemned franchise going indie. Yeah. Um, although that was brought into question by Ben Knowles. Actually, I think that was, when was that? We talked about it at some point. But anyway, it was brought into question by whoever we had on the show. I think it was If it ben. was actually indie, yeah. If was it was ben. actually indie. But either way, it's still uh, kind of an interesting topic to see these games that were are pretty big uh take a step into the indie industry yeah. as opposed you know as to getting funded by a triple a publisher or something I, like I, that. yeah i do think that 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 is definitely something that, it, that it's going for it's like it's very much so like hey you know we have this ip we want it to, we want to get it to you guys and we want to you know make it ourselves that's that's one nice thing even if i mean talk about cash grabs or whatever but yeah either way to even do this i think at, at least that shows kind of a passion behind 
Because it's going indie probably because, I mean, AAAs are going to look at that like, no, it's not going to. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's 2015, guys. Just, let's just stop. That's what they're going to say. But to, to go on and do it anyway, I think at least shows some sort of yeah. passion and some sort and, of commitment behind your, your creation. Oh, yeah. So Yeah. And I just want to close on, at least for me on this thought, uh, thinking back to, you know, the idea of nostalgia and the idea of the games that, that have already been out. And, you know, you have this 15-year-old or this or this 12-year-old or, you know, however old uh, uh, somebody is gaming and, and they're looking at this game, they're, they have all these games that have already, they have the Call of Duties and they have the, the Maddens and the FIFAs and, and, and all those games out. And they look at this game, they're like, oh, this is a game from when my, my, uh, my older brother or, you know, when, you know, my uncle was, was, was playing video games. <laughs> and right and 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 then there cuz cuz now what we're doing is we're bringing the games from when these people were you know had kids and now those kids are older and you know there are this there's this younger generation who haven't played games like this so maybe there is something there I think I think if they if they took it to the next level of making fun of the 90s like if they I don't know like if they were like if they started the intro uh, cinematic to the game, was like, back in my day, there were these two heroes. Oh, See, yeah. <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah. Like, you know, but there is there is one company that does this all the time that nobody questions it, and they they're, they make bazillions of dollars off it. It's Nintendo has Jeez. been redoing oh. Yeah, but the I... <sighs> and they, they, they repackage it, put it out, they clean it up, send it out again. But they, they make it different, well... Oh yeah, yeah. Because Mario Party hasn't hasn't changed. There has been this. Has, What's the know, last Mario changed. Party you played? I mean, that's that's uh, also like four? that's also Shit. very specific. That's also a very specific demographic. Like look at like just the, you know Mario to three Mario three D to to like Mario World to all that stuff. I mean, that's what I think of when I think of Toad Jam and Earl. I go, well, what's the what is their like yeah. jump they're gonna make that's gonna make me go, oh my god, this is so. Yeah. Even if it's like leave it two D or do whatever they're gonna do, but. There has to be like a level of sheen on it that I almost feel like you'd go like, oh my, I'm I'm not saying the guy isn't going to hit his goal. He yeah, probably, probably will. Yeah, probably and I think and I, honestly, like, I kind of hope he does because I I want to see what happens. Just to see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully it just won't turn into a Peter Molyneux thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, That's uh, the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, that was the last episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Two episodes ago. Anyway, uh, speaking of things that uh, no longer have relevance to, or going from that to something that does have relevance uh just some interesting tidbits because if i haven't mentioned news this week is slow um but it's still kind of interesting is that uh house of cards season three has recently come out on netflix and um it's a really good show by the way good job uh kevin spacey i like him a lot but he uh if you if you are a fan of the show you know that he plays video he's a fan of playing video games in the show and he plays things like Call of Duty, Killzone, blah blah blah, AAA games. First Call of Duty. First person shooters. But season three, apparently he's he he switched out first FPSs and all that sort of stuff for indie games. Um, there's uh, there's a trailer, a clip of him playing Monument Valley, uh, which we talked about that game not that mm-hmm. long ago. Um, yeah. He apparently uh, plays a lot of Stanley, St- the Stanley Parable, mm-hmm. in this season. Which is surprising because uh, you go from <laughs> like like just from a writing perspective, it's like you go from having a guy playing first person shooters to playing the Stanley Parable, and I'm like, so there are two different types. 
I don't know. You're getting different things from those different games. <laughs> Let's just yeah, say it's that. Just, I don't know. I mean, because the games that he plays usually has so, there's like probably some deeper meaning why he's playing those games for whatever reason. So I'm assuming. That's true. It, I guess actually, I guess when you talk about indie games, uh, not always, but a lot of times indie games have the opportunity to take the message deeper. So yeah. maybe that's why they're switching over because like oh, mm-hmm. like, Monument Valley. His life is like an MC Escher right now. It's all confusing. Mm, yeah, Whatever. yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think but, it's, I think it's cool that that the games are getting that that big because like yeah, I like I like the exposure. House of Car- House of Cards is those is one of those things that that House of Cards happens and then the nation's internet gets slower. <laughs> that, no, seriously, I was listening to it on the radio. That's literally what happens. Yeah, exactly. You gotta yeah. watch it right everyone, then. Everyone yep. binge watching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, wait, does he actually play, because that would be pretty meta if he actually played Call of Duty on House of Cards, because he's in Call of Duty. Like, he is yeah, actually... Well, I, oh, yeah, no, he played, uh, I think he was playing, like, the like Modern Warfare 3 in Season 1 and 2 or something like that. So he was in he was in there's Advanced a, Warfare, but that would be a, kind of funny. The latest Call of Duty, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of funny. Uh, but, yeah, that was just something that I found interesting. Uh Congratulations on getting that exposure. You guys deserve it because they're both great games. I don't know. Maybe there will be more, but those are the two that we've heard of so far. Um, speaking of awesome games, oh. it is now time to talk yeah. about Boss 101 with Tim Donnelly. Let's talk about Boss 101 right now. Yeah, talk about Tim uh, Tim Donnelly, Boss 101, Tim 101, Donnelly Boss. Uh, <laughs> That's it. You got all, those are all the websites you can go to, too. Half of them are some sort of... <laughs> Yeah, half of them are some sort of fetish sites for Tim and Tim and bosses, and I don't know, <laughs> something like that. You know, just <laughs> something strange about the originally the game was called uh, Jetpack. That was that was the but when I did it, you know, there's two versions. There's the one that's out that's coming out, which is PC. Yeah, Steam. you have a, a free version on Newgrounds, don't you? Free version on Newgrounds, and that originally was uh, called Jetpack, and that was going to be a mobile Android thing, and. and I had a, a friend, Joe, we were at lunch, and he was like, because, you know, you make bosses. The basic idea of Boss 101 is that you, you know, you're a kid with a jetpack, and you're fighting all these randomly generated bosses, and I was talking to my friend, and he's like, why can you call it jetpack? And I go, well, because you got a jetpack! And he's like, <laughs> why don't you call it something, like, really memorable? He goes, like, you know, there's, like, Pirate 101, and, you know, Wizard 101, because we, we're in Austin. The, the, I think King does those, and I think they're right. They're in Austin, so... He's like, why don't you just call it Boss 101? And I'm like, Boss 101? I go, who the hell is Boss 101? You can't even get that website. I go, if I can't get the website, I can't call it that. I go, I'm already annoyed that I can't get Jetpack. And so (laughs) that day, I went and looked, and Boss 101, for whatever reason, had just expired on... Oh, Oh, awesome. Or something. I don't even know. Like, you know, HostGator or GoDaddy or some crap like that. You snatch, to, you snatch it up, I'm assuming? Yeah, of yeah. course. Like It'll link you back to the main <coughs> But at first I was like, I looked at it, and I remember I saw him the next day, and I said, Joe, you won't believe this, but I actually got Boss 1. And he's like, what? That's fucking impossible. <laughs> <laughs> no way that I was free. And I go, it just came free. And he Dude, goes, he's flipped out. That's awesome. I, I, to be fair, I can't, I can't imagine you not paying some sort of ridiculous premium because like i have uh i i know a guy who, who's basically like hey he's an older guy it's like hey i have the rights and all the all the documentation for this website that i was going to turn into 
the basically the Amazon or sure. the or the Google of real estate listings. Here it is. I want two million dollars, and I'm like, it's worth that, but I can't do that. But it's like that's what websites are now. Like you can like it's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that you if you got get that. if you snatch up if you snatch up uh, I don't know if someone like snatched up HouseOfCards.com. Yeah, you, you probably get paid thousands of dollars. They would buy that from you. Oh, easily. Oh, easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. It's crazy. No, you're right. I mean, I ended up paying the princely sum of like six dollars, I think. So yeah, that right, that's good. I'm, I'm glad actually. That's that's awesome. Hey, by the way, okay. So starting off with questions. Um, yes. Your your I guess your studio would be called uh, Donnelly. Donnelly um, Time Foundation. That was yeah. just a random. There's a story there. Okay. What's the story okay. behind your behind your studio? Okay, so it's called Donnelly Time Foundation because a long time ago I figured out, you know, I wanted to make a time machine. And I figured, well, <laughs> who could make a time machine, right? There's no way in our lifetimes likely that a time machine is going to be made. But the secret is you do not need to make the time machine yourself. You just need to start the company that makes time machines. <laughs> yeah. Because if you have a time machine, they can come back and get you at some point. Yeah. So I figured all I need oh, to do so is good. start a company called Donnelly Time Foundation that eventually makes time machines. So at some point in the future... They're gonna come back here and load me up with some cash. So, so, so literally, all you're doing is you're making video games so you can fund your later move to. Exactly. Well, maybe like the most logical move. Yes, exactly. Now I don't know. Now here's a couple questions that always come up. The reason they haven't come back is because clearly I have to do something important enough that they can't mess with the time stream right now. So that's the reason I'm. That's the reason this house behind me is not made of gold or whatever, whatever the future monetary thing is, which could be sugar or dirt or something like that. I don't know, but that's the only reason. So apparently, there's something I can do still. Maybe it's finished box 101. I don't know, but that's the reason it's called. Preposter, preposter, in our live, uh, in our live chat, he said that would be the best if someone just poofed in right behind you. It's just, oh my god, Tim, it's just like it's, you're gonna it's come. Just like you see those guys on the screen right there, they're gonna get super famous and you along with them. Then you'll be able to afford the time machine. I'm you in twenty years. Like <laughs> I've thought about this. I thought a lot about like if somebody told me right now to whammy back in time, you know, like what you know, you had here's the deal. You get sent back, but it's some problem where you can only be back there for like thirty seconds and talk to yourself. And you think about like if you had thirty seconds with your past self twenty years ago or fifteen or five even <laughs> First of all, you'd have to convince yourself that it was you, which might be easy enough if you look, you know, don't look too different. But second of <laughs> all, like half cyborg. can you relay to somebody in that short amount of time that is going to like, if you just suddenly right now were grabbing it's like, it and throw them back. It's like Tiny Build's game, No Time to Explain. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, just like this guy to shoot the... <laughs> yeah, just, he's ready. Google! If I was, you know, if I were, if I were alive, like, tw- you know, thirty years ago, I'd just been like, I'd go back in time. I'd just be like, <laughs> buy Apple. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like yeah. buy Apple and 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 start Bitcoin mining now. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Bitcoin crashed. Forget that. Well, no, no, but we're talking like so hey. long. Like as soon as <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. No, no. Anyway. Back to questions. <laughs> yes. Get to sidetrack. That was the Dolly Time Foundation. All right. So, Boss One One uh, is a shmup, correct? Yes. All right. Shmup. It's, it's, it's basically like the original one is is much more classically that, which is you know you're just blowing away guys, you're you're upgrading yourself, you're buying new weapons. Um, the new one though, uh, and I do have to you know. 
give a quick nod to the fact that it isn't just me. On The old game was just me all by myself, and the new one I have uh, a team with me, and it's not like, you know, I'm not doing all this stuff alone. So I've got uh, Joshua and Manone. Joshua is the uh, engineer who's basically putting in the core tech, and Manone is the pixel artist who's working with me on the art. So I'm still doing the art and gameplay and game design, but I have two other people. But yeah, the new game, we're really looking to put in a little more oomph into it because I feel like you just can't give people like a shoot we have this discussion a lot like what would I always think this what would make me buy this game and like mm-hmm. why would I want this game <laughs> and one is that you know Boss 101 had a Boss 101 and Cosmic Clicks and a few other games that I did they had I, I put in a lot of humor in it and I tried to make them funny you know arguably and they made me laugh at times so I thought well okay I mean <laughs> I'm gonna laugh so the new one is basically not only are you just shooting bosses and blowing guys away but you got a story in there too, and there's like a lot of. The thing is, the jetpack is basically kind of the. Uh, it's like Adventure Time. He's kind of like Jake, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. And character's kind of like Finn. Like he's sort of the you know the the you know Max is the main character, and he's sort of a I hate to say a cipher, but he's basically kind of you, right? He's just he's sort of you in the world, going like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Steve is kind of like the guy that says all the things that you would say if you were in those positions. And he just sort of says everything that's ridiculous. Like, you know, you'll say things like, he'll be running down the thing and like, you know, the boss will come up and he'll be like, didn't we see this guy before? Like, we've been beating the same guy for like 15 times. Or or they'll say something like, well, one of the clip, one of the things that we did is we have dialogue in the game. So when things happen in the game, uh, Steve or Max will say something about it. And one of them is that one of the bosses, uh, and you'll see this in the green light video, but I'll tell you now because it's just funny. It's like one of the bosses, for no reason at all, just throws giant train cars at you. Like, throws them at you. <laughs> and you're like, out of nowhere, for no reason, you just suddenly train cars start flying and rotating to the sky like, you know, Michael Bay moment here. <laughs> and of course, like, Steve is like, he's the first time it happens, he's like, are you kidding me? They're fucking throwing train cars at us now? Like, <laughs> what kind of game is this? Like, this is getting make less sense than we do. Where are the trains at? I see no tracks. Yeah, he's like, where are they getting train cars in the middle of space? Because he'll throw them, obviously, anywhere level you're on, he'll throw train cars. And for no reason, he'll just throw train cars. And they say that, they'll be saying that, because, you know, they fly down a street, and there's, for whatever reason, you know, there's audience members on the street, and they'll just be like, who are these people that keep coming out to see our, to, like, to see us beat up to bosses? And isn't it, they'll say things like, you know, isn't it convenient that we're flying down a, the middle of a city street as opposed to, like, through the city buildings like we should be, you know, we're conveniently keeping our path of destruction on this long so avenue. it's, like, really self-aware humor and yeah. involved. Yes, it's but just, it's actually funny, like, that's the thing, like, there are things that do, like, the self-aware thing wrong, and there are things that do the self-aware thing right, and with yeah. the absurdity of, hey, you have a talking jetpack and you need to kill these crazy bosses that are flinging. Exactly. It's, at you. It's like yeah. at that point you're just like, uh, what, there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> there's nowhere else to go, and that's that's the thing is the game. I just feel like it makes the game fun to make, and I think that's important too. Like yeah. it really, the big thing about Boss One One, at least you know for me, and, and I, you know, really work on this with the team too. Is it? It's about making a fun game too. Like we gotta have fun when we're making it, and, and most of it is just we just laugh at the the stupidity of like like. <laughs> so when the bosses die. So the dialogue system goes in, you know, the rounds start, you got dialogue balloons coming up, and, and mind you, we could talk all about things like, got millions of guns, got crazy guns, got uh, lightning guns, flamethrowers, all that stuff are in the game, and there's all this stuff, but we get the dialogue system in, and, and I asked uh, Joshua, I was like, I go, can we trigger something when a boss dies? 
And uh, he's like, yeah, it's super easy. He goes, no big deal. So so he did, he set up a system. He said, it's in. And he took off for the day. He checked in his work, talk off. I went in, I added, when a boss dies, say my anus with exclamation points. So a boss <laughs> dies, huge fireball of explosion goes up. He dives into the ground and he's, he's dies, he's screaming my anus and he falls into the ground. <laughs> I didn't about this at all. So, I just checked in and sent it off. Next morning, I go, I like, you know, I got up. He was already working on the game. And I go, hey, did you, uh, did you see the latest build? And he goes, he goes, dude. You should have told me you put that in. He goes, because I actually spit out all my food when that came up. <laughs> he goes, it was so unexpected. Because I didn't even realize what was going to... He goes, it was the... He goes, I laughed. He goes, it was so freaking funny. And, and Manon, until I asked Manon later, she goes, oh my God. She goes, I was not expecting that. She goes, it was just so ridiculously random. And I said, yeah, that's... But that's... that's that right there in a nutshell is sort of the kind of stuff that's in the game. And that's... You know, there is a story, and if you see the latest update we've got up, it, it sort of hints at the beginning of the game, which is you meet your, you have a brother, you go to a hospital with the jetpack, of course, and uh, your brother is a like an X Games guy, like he's a BMX snowboarder, all that, and he's got a broken leg. So, so you're a bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You go visit him in the hospital, and and you're bringing him. Uh, it's his birthday, and you're bringing him his birthday present, and it's a it's a little GoPro camera, and he's like, he goes. He's like, oh, that's cool, but you know, I can't do anything with this camera. He goes, he goes, why don't you go out and have an adventure for me? And you know, and basically, like, you're like, oh man, I, you know me, I can't have an adventure. And like, the jetpack is like, he goes, wait a minute, man. He goes, your brother rides snowmobile and snowboards. He goes, you got a jetpack. He goes, why are you? <laughs> I'm just excited about what he does. And he's like, oh man, he's my brother. He's cool. And so the whole thing is, you know, he's your older brother and stuff, but. There's just these funny moments where you're kind of like going like, why is why is he so excited about the guy riding a BMX bike down a slope? Who cares? Like, it could fly in a jetpack with a machine gun. That's all. That's rad. <laughs> like, that, that's cool as hell. So, like I said, there's just a lot of stuff where we want to kind of bring in a, I don't I don't want to say, I hate that such an overused word to say human element, but just a funny story, basically. Kind of give yeah. you more just, you know, I feel like. I, I, I like, I like actually, because I, 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 I didn't realize how how involved you were making this game um because i like i said i saw shmup and i i see your updates and i all i really get to see are um you know like the, the animated gifts and everything like that sure, so sure. um it, it, i like i like that you're adding the humor and the story into it and i i like the fact that you're adding your uh you know you're you're putting yourselves into it because you're talking about you can't oh, yeah. have, you can't make a game without having fun because if you're not having fun who else is going to have fun with it? You know, yeah, exactly. it's, it's a boring game. Then. And what's the point of doing it? Uh, exactly. So I, I, I'm appreciating that, and it, it's it's making me. I mentioned before, uh, I mentioned before that I, I wasn't really into shmups, and and now I'm kind of like these these really innovative games are starting to come across, yeah. and I really appreciate uh, good dialogue, and oh, yeah. and uh, story and everything like that. So adding that into it is again attracting me to uh, to do this and and getting me excited for a shmup where otherwise I wouldn't be so um, good job on that and also I just need to because Sakari in the live chat just keeps yelling out the legs joke yes you want to elaborate the legs joke yeah so that was that's in the uh, what he says is that when you go to the hospital in the, the update that we have up right now is he basically you get to the hospital and it's just a snippet of that dialogue where you're talking with your brother and your brother you're saying what do you want for your birthday, bro? And he goes, and your brother, who's got his broken leg, basically, <laughs> sitting there, he goes, oh, I could use an adventure. 
and the jetpack and Steve the jetpack goes says the guy with the broken leg like he's just basically going you want an adventure because you've been you basically got here on an adventure like why don't you just chill out a little like he goes you don't need an adventure right now I mean you got you got plenty if you guys want I mean you should I don't know I mean you don't need to but there's basically the earlier updates and we'll definitely go go to more of them but we used to have like just Steve and Max talk to each other in an update like we'd have an update <laughs> just talk and one of them is uh you're in the command center. Command center is like your main base, right? You've got this ridiculous base. And of course they ask about it. They're like, how does this kid have this ridiculous, like super high tech, high tech base? <laughs> but at one point you're in your command center, like chilling out with Steve and you guys are just talking about stuff. And you know, you've got like an arcade, you've got arcade games you can play yourself. And these are independent of the boss. So you have like little mini, mini arcade oh, games yeah, that you can play? Not even, okay. It's like, think in South Park, you know, they have, uh, who are the, the two little stick figure guys The even the more, even the more awful Ter- looking Terrence <laughs> and Philip. Yes, Terrence and Philip. So you basically the games in there are like even more retro than <laughs> the game They're like super retro. They're like the most basic games. But but yeah, you're just sitting there in the command center and while you're in there, uh in one of the updates, uh Boss one oh one, basically the final boss of the game of this game, shows up. He he shows up on your screens and he's like, Hey what's up? And they're like, Hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, I just wanna see what the new place looked like. And they're like, they go, man, you're like the secret reveal of the last game. Why are you even showing up? He's like, because, man, don't worry about it. And he puts up a little question mark on his face. He goes, there, that's better. Nobody knows who I am now. And so he starts talking to you. And, and one of the things, you know, we've talked about all these game ideas, but just funny stuff like, he, you know, he'll say, he, he asks you things like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, you guys are coming to get me. Uh, sure, you guys want to come out and fight me and all that crap. And they're, how do you, they're all like, how do you even know where we live? He goes, let me get this right. You guys have a map room that has a big arrow to where I live. He goes, why do you think I don't have a map room that has a big arrow to where you live? Because you know all the games, you're always like, how do they have a map to where the final guy is? Like, how do they yeah. even know it? Like, classic, you know, it's like a game board, you know, oh, and he's, he's like, I've got a game board too. He goes, I got a game board, but on my game board, I start on mine and I end on yours. He goes, you guys have a game board where you start on yours and end on mine. But there's all that stuff where I just feel like in these games, there's so many assumptions they make, but they're still in this game, you know, sort of the basic gamey stuff. One of the coolest things, too, is is you're bringing this stuff up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that is true. But nobody's talked about it. Like Nobody ever said anything. Like, and, and it's like, like this is probably, like, the funniest, like, interview we've had. Just you telling me stuff that, that's, like, actually really funny. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and at first I was like, yeah, it's it sold me on the shmup. And then, you know, like, talking to you and, like, and like you know, diving deeper into this, I'm just like, this, this has so much more built around this game just just this the, the yeah. gameplay of this game that's that what i was saying like, like first glance first glance you see the retro you see the shmup and you're like okay retro shmup and yeah. and then now that you're talking to us about it it's it's you can see that beneath that surface there's a whole lot more to it and you mentioned too like the the original one that's for free on Newgrounds yeah uh, was yeah. much more of a classic shmup you just go and shoot and try not to die um other than the dialogue in the story and all that, like, is there any other mechanics or gameplay that you feel like are um, kind of uh, bring that above, like, the classic? Yeah, part? in the original one, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, it is it does focus. I think that the boss 101, you know, my just to kind of clarify where I come from, is that, you know, before boss 101 and before all that, I, I worked in games for about 20 years, and, and I was a toy designer before that for about five, so... 
you know, I come from a background where we did a lot of AAA games, and, and you know, I shouldn't even say they were all AAA. I say it because that's a budget level that they were at. You know, they were definitely games that cost upwards of, you know, certainly fifteen to thirty million. You know, they were just big games, and but you know, when I when I wanted to do Boss One One, I just felt like the thing I was missing was kind of that story or just that sense of like, you know, I love it. I love shows like Adventure Time. I love that stuff. I just I think it's so great when they just they're not only funny, but they're just sort of aware, and they've got a world as wacky as the world is. You, you feel like it's a real thing. Like, you know, you almost feel what I felt doing Boss 101 in the web games. And if you look at, I mean, if you really want a game that I think was sort of the final iteration before this version of Boss 101 is Cosmic Clicks, because that is just like pure. It's like a clicker game, but it's got like a ridiculous <laughs> level of humor on it, where you meet. You know, it's it's again, it's got Steve. Tech like loves clicker games. Yeah, and, it's, and Rev. We got to tell Rev. Actually. I don't. I I don't have it. I'm not playing it. But it's very it's a very short game. Like it doesn't take yeah. very long to, to beat it. Like it's it's a clicker game with an ending. But through the whole thing, it's just them flying through space and and you're upgrading their ship basically in the clicks, which is in Boss 101 too. Um, but yeah, I think the thing for me, you know, is just the humor. And and I always started the Boss 101 universe with the thought it's a real place. And this is as if somebody licensed a game about the place. Like, I never started just going, oh, I'm just making a shooter, and I'm, I'll add these characters just to kind of flesh it out and give you a character to play. I always thought, this place is a real place, or whatever. It's like kind of that, you know, imagine a Harry Potter place or a Lord of the Rings place. Like, it exists, and if I'm going to license, like, part of it, these characters, to make a shooter, what would it look like? And that's what I look at. And so when I write the dialogue, I just imagine this is what they would really say. You know, this is just them kind of like actors in the back of a studio kind of talking about their lines and stuff going like, is this what we got to say now? Like, this is crazy. So, but it's, <laughs> it, it's, go ahead. Well, it, it's and more on the, on the gameplay mechanics too. Cause uh, you know, every time you throw out updates, it's almost always like a gif of, um, of a new boss or something. Yeah. How it fights. What, um, I mean, you mentioned procedurally generated boss battles. Is, is that a, is that what's happening in this? Cause like, it's, they're procedurally, well, yeah, there's a lot of, oh, by the way, Joshua is in the stream right now. Hey, Joshua, how you doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is the genius engineer that is on the, I, I can, I, I can take zero credit for the, uh, the great code and the feel of the game. I can only take credit for, like, giving him sort of a, an, a whimsical idea and then hanging up on Skype and then he does all that. <laughs> so then, I, then I'll come back and, like, tweak a couple things and, like, make a missile fly a little faster or slower and he's like okay let's do that <laughs> is that right josh something like that <laughs> yeah. but, but basically yeah i think that the game in terms of the procedural battles is you have a you have a make a boss so i thought it'd be funny in the original one if you could just make your own boss like who cares like just so you have like your own boss parts you, of like bosses and you just kind of mishmash yep. them together exactly oh, like you cool. yeah you can just and you can re-roll too it's there's no Right now, there's like no penalty for like you just want to roll up something. Basically, the deal is the harder the boss, the tougher the parts, the more money is a bounty you get for it. So, there's in the original boss 101, there were three. Is that right? Three interchangeable parts? I think so. In this one, there's five. And I and there's originally there were like a couple million combinations possible. In this one, I think it's somewhere like upwards of it's got to be upwards of four. I, you know, Joshua probably, I don't know if we ever talked about exactly the amount of combinations. It has to be upwards of 20, 30, 40. I mean, so replayability on this actually because of that, like, 
is exponentially yeah. like larger than okay. It gets, gets crazy. Like it gets crazy. And I mean, you really, I have rarely seen even me just playing the game and you know, doing updates. I don't normally. I hit generate a boss once and then do an update. That's a. <coughs> I don't normally see the same boss. I don't think I've seen the same boss twice. I mean, unless unless I want a specific thing, like I want a guy that fires rockets for this update, just because I want to have rockets flying. I'll right. I'll click it a few times. But yeah, you can. And the backgrounds, you know. Another thing too. This is another crazy Joshua story. I have to tell this because he's fucking amazing. <laughs> so in the original game, my my feeble. You know, programming foo couldn't make. I had the backgrounds are static, right? It's just a city. I just you know put some tiles in there. And I remember on one of the first days, uh, Joshua and I were talking about the game. I was like, yeah, you know, it's just a static background. I'll just you know do whatever. And he's like, you know, I could just do a procedural background, basically generate a city moving by. And I was like, to me that sounded like he did sound like he was talking about a time machine. I'm like. What? I mean, that's too crazy. I go, let's not blow all of our programming time on that kind of stuff. And he was just like, well, he goes, what? That's like nothing. I mean, he was just like, come on, this is, this is, I don't think this is going to be too tough. And I'm like, okay. I was like sweating, like going, oh, yeah. okay, let me send you the, let me send you the tiles and then we'll do this. And are you sure about that? And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So I think, you know, again, I, I like send him some tile email, you know, whatever, send him the stuff. And I, I couldn't have gone away for... I know by the end of the weekend he was done with it, but I think it was much sooner than that he had a demo of it. But I remember by the end, the one point he's like, and this is, we're talking kind of hours or 24, 48, if even that. He goes, oh yeah, get the latest build. And I'm like, okay, get it. And there's like this entirely procedural generated city with multiple layers and things moving by. And I'm like, oh, man. And so the whole game, basically the other thing, so you're always getting new levels new bosses new minions new everything and it's you know granted there's a, there's a pool that it's being drawn from but the fun of the game is that you just really don't know what's going to happen and that's kind of to me I love that kind of stuff where you just you see a new part on a boss and you're like what the hell is that <laughs> yeah that's what I should I was just thinking you. that because I was looking at yeah. uh, I was looking through uh, your your website and there's one that's kind of going through different boss things and there's one <laughs> There's one that has like, it, it looks like a dick. I'm gonna be honest. But yeah, oh, yeah. There's like a sword. There's a sword on the bottom, and it's just oh, like man. man. I'm like, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> well, I will at one point talk about the boss because that's Josh's favorite boss. Like, there's one that has like butt on him. I didn't think it was a butt at the time, but Joshua keeps calling him the butt boss, and so now he is. Like, oh, oh, Josh, the the one with the with the sword also has a rocket going into him from the rear. Yeah. So- <laughs> Oh, uh, and and going go, moving, uh, you know, g- touching back on on these bosses because you can get so many different builds with these. I can only imagine you're gonna put this out. People on the internet are gonna get a hang of it. People are gonna start getting good, and then they're gonna start designing like the harder bosses. It's like beat this boss in this time, do this in that much time. So like then all of a sudden, like th- there's so much possibility for like a meta game for the people who are actually playing. Oh, yeah. To like get into it and like like oh try this boss it's super hard or it's like oh this is like a, the most ridiculous bullet hell thing you could possibly do and it's like exactly I mean you're kind of touching on the stuff that and it's stuff that I love in games too there's there's yeah. two great moments in in games that well of many but there's two that I just love which is one is you get something new and you ask the classic what the hell is this question like what <laughs> kind of boss is this what <laughs> kind of weapon the other one is getting a piece or a boss or a, in any game. 
getting something you already know and you're not ready for it and going, oh, fuck, that's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> those are great times. Like, mm-hmm. I love that kind of stuff. And I, I think that, you know, I, I, you know I, I, I really feel like it's important to drive those things, you know, into the game as much as possible because it just makes it fun. Like, I, we're not, there's just three of us and we're really trying to make it as as exciting as possible for us and not just that but just like we're maximizing what we do best basically like you know the procedural boss is just is really a result of like well we're not going to build you know 400 bosses hell no <laughs> like that ain't going to happen you know we just don't that isn't like the kind of tech that and time too you know I gotta say if it wasn't for like Joshua and Monona, I I mean I guess I could have done this by myself it would probably have been more feeble and it would have taken a lot longer you know the way we're going now it's like yeah I can't even tell you how much time they've how much better the game is I mean for you the player it's going to be just a thousand times better and a thousand times more fun so it's it's incredible but yeah it's it's really like it is about making those gaming moments not just you know the dialogue and the humor which of course I love yeah. doing I think it's just great but the, the shoot 'em up part is just blast too like the <laughs> yeah. memorable yeah it's so like, I, like I can't believe that shit just happened kind yeah of like there's but there's stuff like that too like you have like a, a in the boss one we're, we're I think you can just you can buy it in this one where you had to earn it in the last one. But uh, we have the fist cannon, which is this giant thing that fires giant metal fists at bosses. It's just like a giant punching thing, and it's just this random like. It's like why do we? He's like, there's always you're always asking questions too because they'll say things like, "Wait a minute, why don't we use this super gun all the time like that?" Because I think he's yeah. like, "Why once you get this? Why would you even use your other gun?" I mean, we we put in stuff to kind of make you want to use the other guns. Like all the guns should be fun too. They should all have a. Yeah nice feel to it so you're like oh okay cool i like this you know my preference is shotguns or my preference is the lightning gun or my preference is the fist cannon for whatever reason you know it's your own personal yeah choice. exactly and i've you played know. i've played a few shmups where it's like hey there are these guns and you can choose whichever one you like and you know naturally different people are going to gravitate towards like oh well i really like the the laser based thing it's like no these shotguns do so much damage yeah. up close like yeah. so like I, I don't know if that's like a like a basic shmup thing, but it's something that that I love about the genre. Yeah, um, and that's what's, you're right. Yeah, but I mean, that, but that's the thing too. Is yeah. it, it's like you really when you're in that genre, you've got a couple choices, and, and you know, there's there's like the you know, I forgot it. I forgot the name of the company, but there's a few Japanese companies that they're like you can't even touch them. They're, they've got you know SNK level artists, like a thousand talented. Uh, Korean artists working on it, and they've yeah. got a, a you know a hundred talented engineers, and that's you're up against that kind of thing. And those are like they're dealing with the beauty of the game, the beauty of the gameplay, and to, for us to kind of just say, well, we'll do that. Not like we couldn't, but you know, you got to understand <laughs> the manpower difference yeah. there. It's like, yeah, are you really going to build a palace of Versailles in like a year versus what yeah. they are? Like they're yeah, doing and, that kind of stuff. And you mentioned well, like this, holding yeah. off on stuff too early. I, I meant to say like, I okay. when people are rushing. Uh, you know, they're, they're gamed because they want to get out, they're excited or whatever. Like, don't just, I, I mean, I see uh, people in the chat talking about making their own game inspired by, you know, you. Um, and just don't rush it. As much as people like like me and Tech were like, come on, we want to play it, come on. Uh, yeah. don't, don't rush it because it, yeah, it, exactly. it's, you rather make people wait than uh, come out with something that's buggy or crappy or something like that. Just, just take your exactly. time. Um, yeah. and, and the other thing too, uh, you were talking about these these huge companies making these beautiful games, but yeah. at the same time, there are companies that are like three people big, and they're still making games that are just as fun. You know, yeah. like you don't like yeah, you, you might need you know three hundred different artists doing 
multiple different things to make this game the most the, the most beautiful game ever. But if you look back in time, we didn't used to have the most beautiful games ever. They were just games and they were fun to play. And having a game that, you know, looks good and is fun to play, it doesn't have to be the, the best looking thing ever to okay. be the best game. It depends on the kind of game. You know what I mean? It's well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. Assassin's Creed games kind of go in that we want it to look a certain look that requires a lot of people to get. You like, can't, you know, like freaky mannequins. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, freaky mannequins running around on giant mausoleums. That's the game. It takes seven hundred people, and you know, yeah, exactly. Like, <coughs> yeah, but it's, um, but that's the kind of thing too. But you know, go ahead. You were going to say something. Well, I was going to say. For, I also just noticed on your website. Congratulations on being two hundred ninety-seven out of twenty-four thousand five hundred thirty-three on Indie DB. Uh, you know, that's I'm, a testament. About that like IndieDB is a great place too and, and we put up our updates and we're so excited when we drop into the like low 30s and, and down into the 20s if we do a good update so it's like it's always a big deal but yeah it's it's the thing for me is and, and you know what you're saying about the releasing the game and not rushing it that's that's true like if anybody I think in anything really you know there's no rush it, here's the funny thing like if, if you were telling somebody I want to learn to play piano Everybody just understands there's a ramp-up curve on that. Nobody would sit there and go, well, let's play a concert next week. It's like you wouldn't be like, yeah. you wouldn't even want a person to show you a little bit of their playing. You'd be like, I don't care. It's going to suck until you're really good. Like, show me <laughs> it's really good. Like, just give me yeah. that. Yeah, I'll exactly. Be excited. You know, I think with games, it's maybe not a perfect example, but, you know, again, we talk, Joshua and I, Manon and I, we talk a lot about, well, let's not release the game until you know we feel it's good and, and and just we feel it's ready like because you know you get the the the, the saying is we get nothing from releasing it early and crappy at all like they're getting you get nothing you maybe yeah. get it's a, the difference between really sometimes like you know my experience in games difference between 500 sales and, and 5 million sales is really not as much as you think and it's mostly just polish like a lot of it comes down to just make sure the game is really polished obviously it's fun you know yeah. assuming all things are equal Fun, clean, good art, and then a polished game is going to get you pretty far. Like it'll yeah. get you the, easily yeah. the '80s um, and, and, and and especially now with like um, the fact that you don't have to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars advertising, and and you know like the the age of the internet where everybody's connected, everybody is going to know somebody who knows somebody who might play it. YouTube yeah. is is a perfect place. Like there yeah. are people who you're reaching and you don't even know. Like some some person might buy the game, think, "Oh, this is really cool." I'll tell my friend, and then the friend has you know like ten thousand Twitter followers, and the guy's like, "Buy this game," and then all of a sudden you have a spike in sales, and you didn't yeah. do that. See, yeah. you just said the most important thing, which I wish like more, you know, and I think you both think this way too, which is, I think it's really important that the game speaks for itself when you're not around. Like yeah. in other words, if I'm not yeah. here hyping it, I would want. You know the green light trailer or, or any of this stuff. You know, want it to basically get you so excited that you go, "Oh my god, well, I got to show this to a friend." Mm -hmm. I want to show this, to and then yeah. that to me is a successful thing right there. Like you, you're on a you're on a good roll if you got it going like that. And that's that's the goal of what we're doing is we really want people to say to see the same things we see, the same charm that we see, clearly illustrated. You know, when you kind of go, "Oh," and you know, maybe like you said, maybe you see it screenshot or you see a podcaster with us you know us and you go oh okay these guys are cool like i want to kind of know more about this game but yeah, yeah it's well the, the passion that you show i mean in itself like that seriously speaks to yeah. the game and 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 you know that it's going to be 
you know that there's going to be something at least you're going to get out of the game because you know you're putting yourselves into it. Um, yeah. And and by the way, talking about uh, Metacritic score, if you do end up getting an 80, I was just thinking it would be really cool to see a physical copy of Boss 101. Um, we we're friends with we're no no we're friends uh, we're friends with um, a company called Indie Box. If you haven't heard of them, sounds familiar. You know, like Loot Crate and things like that. Yeah, 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 they're like that, but for indie games, they send like physical copies of indie games, like collector's editions. And if you get like an eighty on Metacritic or, uh, and and a, and a, and you do well on Steam, um, then that because that's kind of like their uh, I, I requirement. Know, you know what I mean? Yeah, their yeah, requirement just... for it. I think it'd be really cool to see like a, a, a Donnelly, or I'm sorry, a Boss One Hundred One uh, yeah. physical copy. That's just me what was being the... fandom. What was the game that... That's, that's Indie Box, by the way, for people. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, Risk of Rain just got one. And then also... I love that game. That game yeah, was awesome. Uh, there, was, there was another one. What was the one before Risk of Rain? I don't the know. There's a, they have a bunch retro, of them. Yeah, yeah, they do that. Super Win the, the Game. Uh, yeah, Super Win the Game. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, they had like... It was like Super Win the Game in a, in a box that was a package like a, an old SNES game game package. And it had like a, a, a USB gamepad and things like that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, and then so, uh, what like is there anything that you want people to know about Boss One One that we haven't covered, or you know, like ways to contact on Twitter, Facebook, all that sort of stuff? Since uh, yeah, you've got the. Do you guys have the? Here's the website the for those of you in the chat. Like for, yeah, for there's like the Boss One One website. Yeah, that's the main website you just put up. Um, you know, definitely, I check us out at you know, Donnelly Time Foundation or Boss101.com. Either one, Boss101.com will take you to the main page anyway. And from there, there's all the links to everything, the Facebook page and Twitter and all that stuff. I mean, to me, it's just, I, you know, I feel it's really important to just earn your fans. You know, I, I, I think it's really, I don't take any, there's no givens in this sense. Like, I, I one thing I've really learned is that, you know, I don't take any of this stuff for granted, and I feel like, you know, I appreciate, you know, you guys, just talking with you guys now, it's awesome, it's super fun, but it's the kind of thing, like, you know, like I said, I've worked in companies where it's, they just sort of assume, like, well, what are we going to do to get all these people? I'm like, we can go out there and show them that there's something they want, like, that's the only way to <laughs> yeah. do it, right? You know, there's no way to convince, yeah. there's no tricks involved, it's like, give people something they want, and they will buy it, I mean, that's as easy as it gets, and I think for, you know, me, and, and just, you know, Joshua Manone, you know, it's... <coughs> We're looking to give any player some entertainment. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. The, the the contract is we entertain you, and you know you help support us in the habit of entertaining you. That's the kind of way we look at it. So, you know, to me, it's like yeah, go to Boss One Hundred and One. There's updates going up. Steam Greenlight in an ideal world would be up before the end of March. You know, that's that's what we're looking. And this is this is the video and all that stuff. Here's the thing: we could put a video up now, and, and you know, we've talked about this too. Like. We could put a video up now, but it, it wouldn't be something that we'd be super excited about. I mean, it would definitely show the gameplay. It would definitely, you know, it undoubtedly would get greenlit eventually. You know, I don't know that it would get greenlit in an instant, but well, when we, when it goes up, it's going to be something that we're like, man, this is this is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm really I'm really excited. Is, about is it. there? Um... Oh, by the way, wait, hold on, real quick. Okay. Uh, Joshua actually said that about the boss combinations. He says there are 102 million 400 thousand boss combinations. So holy shit! Yeah, there you go. That's, <laughs> yeah, his math is but his math is probably correct. So it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, I, I just, I just ran the numbers. I know exactly what, <laughs> what, yeah, what this pretty, is doing. There's a pretty ridiculous amount of boss comp. Like you're really not going to see the same boss yeah. twice. Technically, well, I'm, I'm just so like the, the fact that you're so not only very excited about this project, but also so 
knowledgeable in in a in a very like welcoming way i think not only makes me feel better about the game but makes me just excited about the idea of the game and that's really important to me too because like i um like i talk to a lot of people you know video wise i talk to guys who have been doing this like 20 years before i was born uh with like my with like my video stuff and and just there there are some guys who are like yeah you know you know, it's what I do, you know, whatever. And they're kind of boring. And then there are people who are just like, yeah, there was this, there was that. There's this one time there's this grip on this one shoot that we did. And it's like just having that passion for what you're doing, I think, brings in a lot more people oh, much yeah. deeper than the people who are just like, yeah, I made a cool thing. Check it out. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm much more excited about anybody, whether it's a, a author, a singer, a you know, movie maker, anybody when they're when they. To me, if you're not excited about what you're doing, it's going to show on yeah. what you're doing. Like exactly. it's really, it really translates very yeah. clearly into the work you do. And you know, I, I, you know, I make the joke like I, I, I leap out of bed. Now. I'm working harder now than I've ever worked, but I don't even consider it work. I should say I'm putting an effort into this project, and it's, it's like no effort at all. Like uh, you know, I, yeah. uh, up until two years ago, you know, I worked at uh, Vigil Games in Austin, which was the Darksiders team. Mm-hmm. You know. The, basically, after they closed, you know, I had, had a choice to go to, you know, back to the West Coast, you know, where I where I was from originally. You know, go to like L.A., maybe San Francisco, go to something like an EA or whatever, Amazon. And uh, I just thought about it. And I'm like, oh god, I can't be like cruising in on fifty and being a guy that's taking notes and fucking Jira. I can't do it. Like, I just I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if they pay me half a yeah. million dollars a year. Just as you don't, you don't want to deal with, you don't have to deal with middle managers. Yeah, well, and what's worse is that I was the middle manager. Like, oh that's yeah, like, yeah, you're, you're the guy. that's just like we're gonna pay you to tell them what we're yeah, telling you're, you. You're in that. You're in that. So thing much before. red tape. Yeah, the ultra high echelon guys that are getting paid. You know, arguably millions versus the, the team that's down there in the, the trenches. And it, not to say I've worked on some brilliant teams. The Vigil team is amazing. They're amazing people. But at the same time, like doing this is so like, I'll tell you, nothing shaves years off your life than just following your dreams. I mean, you will immediately like notice like you'll a spring in your step and your skin will start glowing and you're just like, this is great. Of course, Joshua's he's sitting, he's seeing me with my scruffy beard. Like, I think I had longer hair too. I didn't have my hair buzz now. Like, I'm like, what is, the times that you don't leave your that you don't leave your house, you've been coding for like two weeks straight, and you, just, you come out into the sunlight, and you're like, Ugh. yeah, So yeah, talking about uh, passionate and games. I mean, that's uh, we got to kind of cut it there, just so we have like not a three hour show or something like that, but. Um, I'm really excited about it. I hope everyone else is too. We're looking forward to Boss 101. Um, on the fan side of me, get that shit done. Come on, come on. I know. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. The other side of me, make sure it's perfect. Yeah, make sure it's good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, that is uh, Boss 101, Tim Donnelly. Check it out, uh, DonnellyTimeFoundation.com or Boss101.com, finally. And uh, go support the indie dev because we awesome. love to support Thank indie you. devs. Um, up next, we got more awesome indie games we're just going to go through and feature uh, for the week. And uh, Tim's hanging around, so stay oh, tuned yeah, for Starting to Riot. Huh? And this week on Starting to Riot, we have a game called... You ready for this? Hot Tin Roof. Hot Tin Roof, actually the full, the full uh, name, I guess, is Hot Tin Roof, The Cat That Wore Fedora. And uh, let's get some gameplay footage rolling of that on our live stream. There you go. Hot Tin Roof. 
and it's actually a, a noir whoops noir type game um basically uh sorry it's, it's keep switching on the thing i don't know it, does it do this every single time yep Oh, you have to you have to keep it open. Oh man! All right. <laughs> but anyway, you're you're a private investigator uh, investigating some uh, some murders and things like that, and it's a 3D side-scrolling kind of game, and you have to check out uh, different uh, levels and things uh, and and pick up clues to investigate the murder. And uh, with your sidekick, you, I don't you're like a, a actually <laughs> to be honest, the guy looks kind of like a turd. Um, it's very stylistic, the anime uh, the the art, but it's. I, when I say turd, it sounds like an insult, but it's, I don't potato. know. Potato. <laughs> potato. All right, that's a little bit better. Uh, the cat is like your sidekick, I guess you would say. Um, there's some uh, dialogue choices and everything like that in the game. Um, what? Uh, just based on your first impressions, tech, like from watching videos or, or, or t- and Tim, uh, what do you think of the game, actually? I think that it, like... I guess there were there were some choices I think that they made that I wouldn't have made, but I think that's good because they're actually sort of bringing that like I guess their their perspective on that. Like everything is is very like you said stylistic. Stylistically speaking, it it is it is very much a it's it's almost two point five D. I found because everything is in three D and all the worlds are in three D, but you're sort of like. Well, living it's like, it's on side scrolling so it's yeah exactly yeah it's not but, but there is depth to everything there there's a lot of um like to to the movement um the the sort of point and click sort of aspects of it really appeal to me the the whole noir feel i mean you know i'm i'm into that I, it took me a while to really get into it but it's i think they do it very well sort of like a it's it's funny, but it's dark, and yeah, they're murders. But you know, we're taking sort of a lighthearted approach, and you know, but I, there's I, a cat. I dig it. <laughs> exactly. No, I I totally dig it. No, it's it, you know what's cool is it, it has that thing where I feel like when you go down those kind of rabbit holes, when you come up with a style like that, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna come up with this kind of a wacky look and little potato guy jumping around or whatever with his cat. It looks like they went down the rabbit hole the whole way, which is they said, forget, we're going on, we're going to like explore this world and show you a lot about it, which to me looks cool. The trailer makes me think there's a lot of stuff going on because they're showing like dialogue segments and you kind of running around the city and, and opening, flipping things. I'm like, you know, I can imagine like, I don't want to say, I guess Abe's Odyssey was sort of a 2D, 3D type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it was kind of, really. And then, you know, I mean, even Grim Fandango and those games were... They're fun games. I mean, if you put in the humor and you kind of have this little moment where you're like, you know, use the key in this door, flip the switch with this thing, use that kind of... Those are always fun. Like, if that's the kind of game it is, that's awesome. Like, it could yeah. be a really... I if think, you're into those kind of games, put it that way. Like, I think I charming is a good... Uh, is a yeah, good definitely. And, and also, um, this game sort of reminds me in some ways of the game um, uh, Jazz Punk. But only, yeah, o- only very like not gameplay wise, not even really, sort of stylistically. But but it has something over jazz punk in which it actually has something going on. It's not like oh you know do these wacky a, things and and sort an of an experimental trip. way. Yeah, exactly. Like th- this is very much like hey the world's really wacky, but you know the the what's actually happening is you know sort like pretty straightforward, yeah. um, which I think ha- is something that. Um, this game definitely has going for it because some people go the go the wacky route or the humor route, and then they just go like completely balls out. Like this is not going to make any sense. You're going to have a weird time, like with uh, Burrito Galaxy 65. 
Um, whereas this is like, yeah, the style is wacky. The gameplay is very straightforward. You're going to have some what moments, but <laughs> it's it's still going to be a like a like a like a, a game with a beginning, middle, end, and takes there's, you on a journey. And there's an interesting inventory mechanic with this too, like with with the gun. Um, yeah. It, it, it's weird because you shoot it and then you have to like bring it up in front of you, which is kind of a cool 3D model, like stylized in their art. Um, and then you have to like manually load it. I don't yeah. know. It, 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 I think to some people it might be kind of tedious, like why? But at the same time, I think it's a little bit more. Um, it, it makes you more involved with it because yeah. this is the kind of game with dialogue and you're kind of taking your time trying to get clues. You know, it's not just a uh, running gun. So it kind of helps you um, like switch up things a little bit, I think, uh, as far as that goes. And 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 it's 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 a very interactive game, I think. Yeah, yeah, if, that's, if that's a good the right point. Word. Yeah, so. that's that's a really good way of putting it. Also, um, it, it sort of feels like they're not mini games, but they sort of have that that feel to them where it sort of breaks up the the oh the the sort of point and click style gameplay because like point and clicks you know they've been out forever and even before those you have your you know the the typing based ones and and so sometimes you you have to break away from that and do something a little bit different and then adding in the the puzzles and then adding in the the sort of like the the different resource management i'm gonna call it resource management with like the gun and everything and and having to do different things really makes you bring yourself out of like okay we're looking for clues to now okay i have to reload the gun i have to like move my hands do different stuff and and sort of repurpose myself and now that that's done i can go back and it sort of i guess maybe clears your head i'm that's what it would do for me yeah i mean it just has that it's got some like i think the charming thing is right i mean it's just one of those games that they look like they've added some mechanics in there that are really they're building off the clearly the tech they had before with that jones on fire crap i mean it's like you kind of see the same aesthetic there and it's just like they sort of expanded that idea out i'm sure that they thought the same thing i did which is when i first saw jones on fire i was like that's cool looking like that's a yeah look at what a night yeah. it's like there's an example too of a team that's probably not super huge kind of leveraging their skills and going look we can't have super rendered you know kung fu panda level kitties running around so clearly we're gonna yeah. have to come up with some ideas here and it's like i love it i love the yeah it looks like there are uh, six people working also um just because it's a it's a really big um, it's a really big topic now. The the founder of the of the company, uh, Megan Fox, that I thought that was a joke. <laughs> it's yeah, not a joke. <laughs> um, That'd be kind of funny uh, if it was actually Megan Fox. Yeah, it, but it I was. feel if it was Megan Fox, it would have a bigger budget. Yeah, um, uh, because she's rich. But yeah, no, it's only uh, it's only like a uh, a few guys and and gals and. Um, yeah. Also, uh, completely, um, completely free to you know use the game for like recording for YouTube or anything else like that. Um, I'm just trying to just trying to find out more information on them. They've been around since 2011. Yeah. Um, but but you know all most of the the team, if not all the team, has uh, background in making games. So the, these guys know what they're doing, and I think yeah, it's kind of obvious. The universe. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> She definitely knows her stuff. Like she certainly, if she was a coder on Lego Universe. You know, oh yeah, and Lego games are so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, uh, one thing I was actually impressed with uh, is 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 it's pretty smooth. The, the animation is smooth, but then um, it was showing in, in the video, like when you're turning a corner, even yeah. just the the camera flow is really nice. 
it's also, um, that sort of works with the style too like it's it's the little it's the attention to detail that they have because you don't think of like oh well the camera moving doesn't matter the camera moving is literally one of the most important things because oh, that's yeah. how your player is seeing the game and mm-hmm. the fact that like josh exactly what we were saying like you turn the corner or like the camera looks in a specific way and it, it just it it works to make the art look better and makes you feel like you're more part of this game like the, these guys know what they're doing yeah what more can i say um <laughs> And the the game, by the way, the company, if we haven't already said it, is Glass Bottom Games. Uh, it is on sale, uh, fully released on sale for fifteen dollars right now. You can buy it on Steam. And uh, can you check the the builds? I'm afraid to like move away from the screen and like ruin the, the builds. What do you mean? Like or, or like the the OS? So it, oh it's oh yeah, it's compatible. Windows, Mac, and Linux. Okay, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Yep. So it is. And you can also uh, get it uh, on their website through Humble, which is a completely DRM free version. Uh, and you get a Steam key with that as well. So, awesome. So, yeah. good job, uh, good job, uh, Glass Bottom Games. Keep up the good work. Um, I wonder if they're going to keep this style. Like, I wonder if they're using the style as kind of like their signature. Because you know how you can, like, uh, like Bastion and Transistor, you can definitely yeah. tell it's um, that it's by the same you know group of people. Yeah, this, this seems to be their house style because they've got like, well, Jones is everywhere. Like I said, it is definitely a Jones is everywhere. Thematically, yeah. and, and if they have the same artists and designers, like like the fact that they have, you know what what what's going for them is working. There's no there's no point to fire your your designer and hire a new one for a different style. Like if this is working, this is working, and I have no problem with that. Yeah. So keep up the good work, and uh, you know what uh, else has good work? As what's I that? do the wrong thing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and uh, that is uh, the game that we're going to talk about, Peep Show. Please give all your attention to early access. This week on Peep Show, we are talking about a game from a very, oh, not notorious. Notorious is notorious. the wrong word. Um, very, Fame, fa- I guess famous, famous, famous developer. Famous. Sure. Um, the developer is Zachtronics, and if you know that name, it is he has made games like Infiniminer, which happens to be the game that inspired Minecraft. But this isn't Infiniminer. This is Infinifactory, where you basically take control of a factory to smash stuff together and together and move things along conveyor belts and build products to sell and move all while under the watchful eye of what I'm assuming is like a corporation owner or Lord president person. (laughs) Aliens. (laughs) Aliens. Yeah, exactly. Aliens. Um, And does this, Oh man, I should probably hold on. I I keep forgetting to do the gameplay. Damn it. Gameplay. Yeah. There there are some, there are some amazing, uh, like just logistical puzzle, puzzly sort of things here where, where you just look at them just like, you, I don't, I don't think you have to be smart to play this game. But right. this game is is definitely one of those things where it's just like you have to know what's going on, and there's going to be trial and error. You're gonna screw up. You're probably gonna get killed by the aliens. But oh my god, like the the stuff that you could do, and just just the the ideas of of making these things like oh well, this looks really cool, or this thing's super efficient. Like the the capabilities of this game are are like amazing and i can only this is on peep show right now like Mm -hmm. early what more are they doing (laughs) you know um 
uh, the art style is very um, oh, what, what's the art style like? Voxel. Uh, it is yeah yeah voxel exactly. But like I'm trying to think of, like the art. It, it's sort of cartoony and uh, oh yeah uh, painterly. Yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, but but there's a lot of different stuff you can do, and it's just it's just like blowing my mind it's, with, it's, with what well, you can do like. Like we we talked, I mean, we had a little explosion about um, the fact that you know Zektronics game who made this. Oh my god! Uh, he he's <laughs> he's the one that inspired Minecraft, right? So uh, I mean, there's the voxel and um, the creativeness that you can have with this game. But what's cool about this uh, in Fanta Factory is that it's it's puzzle based, um, plus a little bit of humor with uh, your alien overlords or whatever. Um, but it's puzzle based, so you're not just you're not just being creative, but you have like a set goal, you know, it's not open-ended as much as, like, Minecraft is, but there's a set goal you have to, like, solve, or else you, you know, you get killed for being, uh, not... Incompetent. Yeah, for being incompetent, I guess. (laughs) So, I think that's, I think that's what's really cool about Infinity Factory, um, are the puzzle base. That's what, like, really catches my eye. And, 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 uh, like, like they said, like, um, yeah, like, like Tim was saying (laughs) between the segments, um, it, he's, he's like, oh, it reminds me of this game Space Kim. And I'm like, yeah, it's Space Kim in 3D. That's what it is. Oh my god, it is Space Kim in 3D. And he's the guy that made yeah. Space Kim. Holy crap, that's yeah. like insane. <laughs> it's just, it's, you know what's so amazing is that Space Kim is like, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody should play Space Kim and Infiniminer in that sense, because they're amazing games for like that puzzle solving part of yeah. your brain. Which, I don't know if people know that they like it, until they play it. Like, it's not like... You know, when I see a shooting game, I can understand immediately the logic of, like, there's I pull a, a trick, a guy falls over dead. That's there's a big funny. learning curve with these games. Yeah. Right? yeah. But these kind of games are, like, when you play them, you're just, like, you come out of them going, oh, my God, I just did something so smart. Like, I just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's see, also... Um, yeah. Exactly. There's also Steam Workshop integration. So you can make and share and play all these puzzles that people in the steam workshop are playing yeah so so it's like there there's already a community behind this so you can you can get it hop on and all of a sudden you're like i got this and you download this puzzle and it's just blowing your mind away or it's like people are gonna find cool ways of making puzzles that aren't just puzzles but like just just all of a sudden the puzzle ends and there's this piece of art in front of you or something like that that's what people i don't know if you'll be able to like actually do that but someone's gonna try to find a way yeah, it like, reminds me. Did you guys play Contraption Maker or, or Incredible uh, Machine or any of those games? No. I played Incredible Machine. Yeah. You know, you kind of make a. You have a. You're given a problem, I and mean, you can the solution can be a lot of things. And it's like it's just amazing to see these Rube Goldberg or machines get built, and you're like, how did he figure that was going to work? And it's just, I think that's the exciting thing about something like Infiniminer, where it really does let you come up with these ideas and solutions that. They aren't all going to be the same, and they can be different, but you can just... I love seeing other people's minds at work, because that is what Minecraft does really well, too, right? They People solve weird, like, construction problems, and you're like... Man, oh, people do perfect. stuff with redstone yeah. is ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. It's just... And that's the kind of thing where this game... I, I just wonder if it's going to have that instant appeal, like a Minecraft, where you just... I understand Minecraft very clearly. It's like, oh, wow, I'm going to make, you know, get these blocks, and I'm going to build the Enterprise. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. this is what I feel like... Okay, I'm gonna build like an actual factory. Like, <laughs> no joke. <Yeah. laughs> 
There's no kidding, man. It's like, okay, this guy wants me to actually build a factory here. He's not taking any Yeah, crap. exactly. Not just but, a factory. It's an Infinifactory. An Infinifactory! <laughs> That's what I'm saying! Yeah. An incredible Infinifactory! Oh my god. This game sort of reminds me of um, a little bit of this game called Factorio. Uh, which is basically it, it's it's sort of like um, it, it's 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 like a top down like 2.5D where you start out with nothing and then by the end of it you're manufacturing like you, you have auto miners mining coal that are turning into that are going into smelters that are making sounds cool it, it is cool and and this is basically like that only in 3D and with puzzles and objectives which is like th- there are so many like sandbox based games out there which are like hey, you know, there's a sandbox, do whatever you want. And it's like, you know, I can play, you know, a sandbox game or like a completely open-ended game for, you know, a weekend. And then I will literally, I'll I'll play it for hours and hours and hours and only play that game. And then all of a sudden I'm bored. Yeah. You know, and this actually gives me like incentives like, oh, I really need to beat this level. I really have to do this specific thing. And I don't understand how to do it. And as soon as I do it and and I wrap my mind around it, all of a sudden that, like information though those skills that i have are are in my brain i was able to to do that and now i can do that again and it's like oh it's so cool we need to we need to use games like this to teach kids like (laughs) well actually speaking i I actually had a college uh like a college course that um it was about civics and they used uh sim city to teach to teach the class like that's literally what we did every class was was play some city, um, so I think I think that's really viable actually for these kinds of games for to um, to teach kids about you know problem solving uh, in a fun way. I you know what I mean? It's to instead of you know like, yeah just right in your brain playing video games yeah. like yeah you, know, you could use video games constructively. It's it's I don't mm-hmm. know. I think you're right about that. Yeah, definitely. Did you uh, so what, what? what was that? I was gonna say because the game Infiniminer and. Uh, that game Factorio and stuff, they remind me of, of sitting down with games like uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon, where you kind of have yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. And, yeah, and exactly. I just remember, there's just something really freaking fun about those games. I don't know why. Like, I mean, mind you, the Roller Coaster Tycoon has the funny thing of like kids barfing and crap like that, which <laughs> just makes, you know, that's already funny. That's the but, people that used to like launch the roller coasters off and just watch yes! them crash. Yeah. <laughs> you make like the amusement park, and there's just something fun about, you know, the SimCity thing where you create it. You're watching it. You're seeing these people react, and you get that sort of excitement of like, "Oh, look, they're not going on that one ride. Lower the price!" Like, you're just like, "Yeah." What about like yeah, exactly. snow cones around it? That'll get them over there. And it's like, once they give you all the rules, like I think Infiniminer's kind of going for that that same kind of group where you basically say, "Here's the rules. Do what you want to do, and have fun with it." But we'll give you, you know, we'll we'll kind of, I, you know, Infiniminer, I almost want to see that there's people running around reacting to stuff because i looked at that factorio game and that thing looks insane like i see fucking yeah buffalo it's 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 <laughs> insane <laughs> that's way past what the i mean i'm like yeah, i want to exactly game. that's incredible that looks like a railroad tycoon times a thousand like it's yeah like uh, there's also yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh going back to um infinifactory there's also uh because this isn't early access you want to know how how much they're updating it looks like they're up trying to update um th- there were a lot of updates in january right now we've gotten uh one update uh on the 5th of february uh talking about how you can record animated gifs 
and export them through the program. Uh, they've worked on, you know, hot bar improvements, lots of bug fixes. Um, they are very much active in making this game. And it is it is a pricey game. It's $24.99 on Steam. It's in early access. That, But I think, I think just because of his... Uh, his reputation, yeah, mm-hmm. I think exactly. is 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 enough for you to be like to give it a chance at twenty four ninety nine for an yeah, exactly. access game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I you know I would say normally I'd say twenty four ninety nine early access. Holy shit! But uh, I mean that that on on top of his reputation, this is a fairly completed game. It's very polished yeah. already. Really, what they're what they're Lots trying to, to add are. Um, smaller campaigns to introduce new mechanics, new blocks, new environments, and different products that you can make. Um, and um, also making more stuff available. So, you know, more blocks, more factory blocks, more stuff you can do. Um, uh, so right now they have uh, the whole campaign is done. More than 30 puzzles, uh, completely voice acted, uh, Steam, Steam Workshop enabled and everything. Uh, and it will still be twenty four ninety nine when it goes completely out. So I mean, you're not saving any money um, buying it early, but you are able to actually play it early. Um, so they really have a like the game. The game, for all intents and purposes, is done. There, there's a campaign. There are plenty. There are plenty of things you can go from start to finish and do it. But there's stuff that they're planning. Take of that what you will. It is early access. All of the disclaimers about early access yeah. fall on. Always. Um, um, even if it didn't yeah. get completed, though, I think it's still plenty to yeah, have exactly. fun with anyway. Mm-hmm. Dude, that guy's solid, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Zachtronics. Been, been a minor. Yes. <laughs> bit of a bit of a, a bit of an indie legend, especially when you're talking about the Minecraft inspiration. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I, by the way, I was just thinking, because this is on Steam, imagine if Minecraft was on Steam. You know how hard it is sometimes to get mods and textures and shit yeah. like that to work? Yeah. Steam makes it a lot more easier just by installing it through that. Yep. I think mm-hmm. if, if they did that with Minecraft, what? Anyway. Well, my, Minecraft doesn't have a doesn't have an API. Oh, Minecraft. So they can't even they balls. can't even do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Zachtronics, for being you. We love yeah, you. Seriously. We support the devs, and uh, you know what else you should support? What's that? Free fun. This week on Free Fun. You don't even have to download anything. You just go to the link. If you're in the live stream, we'll probably have a link rolling up at some point. Or if you're watching this from the recorded version, there's going to be a link down below the video somewhere. This is called Town of Salem. And if anybody has ever had a drama class like at high school or college, you've probably played the game Mafia or uh, Werewolf or something like that. Basically, the mechanic of the game is there are a bunch of townspeople. Some of them are evil. And some of them, uh, some of them are, you know, basically good guys. And then there are one or two people who can sort of like investigate things. And oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, I'm dying here. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> and um, and 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 during the night, the evil people decide to kill somebody, and the the good guy tries to you know figure out who the bad people are. And the game ends when all the dead pe- all the bad people are dead, or all the good people are dead. And the, and depending on you know who's who, so so it's sort of like this asymmetrical sort of the the people can't actually kill. I mean, there are, there are different mechanics that this game throws in that I'll that I'll try to get into. Um, the good guys can't can only basically call a vote and kill the, kill whoever they think might be the evil person, um, but they won't know. 
Is this like Bang, the card game? Because it kind of sounds like it. Kind of, yeah. Um, and and you know, def- it, it's a great game to play with some friends. There are a few things that um, I think the problem is that? is that if you get that one, if you get that one person that's just like, <laughs> you know, like the the troll. I think that kind of ruins it. Yeah, exactly. But if you have the, a good there, group there are a few friends, things. Yeah, exactly. The, and see, that's <coughs> one of the biggest the biggest complaints that I have about this game. Me- mechanics aside, again, there are a lot of different ways that people play mafia style games. Um, and everybody thinks that their way is the right way. I'm one of those people. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course. But, but but what they what they need in this game is to be able to make a private room where you and five other friends or ten other friends can like get into a Skype call, sure. hop into this game, and role play it out. Because these games are very much role playing. You have to convince if you're evil. Again, excuse me. If you're evil, you have to convince everybody that you're not evil. And if you're good, you have to make sure that people don't think you're evil. And there's manipulation and sure. and although I think that there's some point of the of the real like in-person game that gets lost in in you know the technical world where you don't actually hear voices or anything or see faces, they're they did a very good job of actually, you know, mechanically reproducing this game. So no longer do you need to have 10 people in the same room to, to play this game. All of a sudden, the rules are right in front of you. Everything sort of makes sense. And you can play with 10 friends. Two of them are in another country. And then four of them, you know, live down the street. Sure. Um, they, they add in a lot of different um, classes and characters and stuff that you can play that do different things. Wait, in, the in the free version, or are you talking about the... Yep, I'm talking by about the, the, way, the free version. They do, um, yeah, if we didn't mention it already, yeah. I forget, but uh, they do have uh, an, a, a version on Steam, I think it's like five bucks, Yeah. Um, that, that you can pay for, and it has a lot more stuff stuff to it yeah so exactly. i mean five bucks isn't that much but we yeah. we wanted to point out the free version yeah so go ahead. uh my my big now now that i've said the game and and you know check it out here here are my reservations about the game other than what i've already mentioned with no private rooms to my knowledge or any of my friends knowledges um i usually play the game where you don't know that a murderer was a murderer until the game ends and they out themselves Whereas this, it's like they get killed and they and everybody knows that oh, this person was the murderer. What's this a, person was the sheriff. Done it exactly. But 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 like th- there's this level of mystery that is lost when when you know there are, there are eight people left and you started with fifteen and then all of a sudden you know someone dies and everyone's like were they the murderer? Like what happened? Did we kill an innocent person? And then everybody goes back to sleep and they're like oh no maybe we maybe we made the wrong decision. Well, you know, you know it, as soon as they die. No, you don't. No, yeah, you do. It shows when they die. It comes up with their no, exactly, and that's why that's that's one thing that I don't that's like. Complaint. <laughs> oh. that's my complaint. Don't, like, tell tells you, don't tell me. Actually, give me the mystery. Make me feel like it, like I may have made the wrong choice. Okay, because it's obvious. Then it's like, oh yeah, oh I killed the bad guy, or I killed the we accidentally you know lynched the sheriff. Like, like you know, like the best part about the the game in person, if you if you play it the way you know I'm I'm talking about. A guy could go out like you could vote. You could vote somebody dead, and then they have last words, and just like you just killed the sheriff, and then he dies. And the only the person who might be the sheriff is like, no, I was the sheriff, but you can't prove it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's the best. It part is kind about- of fun. It is kind of fun though when you are talking to someone while playing this game. Yeah, um, yeah. because you can fuck with each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, no, no, dude, you can trust me, man. I'm like, I'm the, well, I'm see, the that's, sheriff. That's, that's why whenever I play with my friends, I'm always the first one to get killed. Because everybody knows that I'm a wild card, and and if people let's just start get rid of this one right away. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's just like I can't trust him. He's too good. Kill him off now. <laughs> but but that's the scary thing because you. they don't. Because then I'm just like, come on, guys. No one would actually pick me to be the mafia four times in a row. Like seriously, <laughs> seriously, that one and that Says one. Says the Godfather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so so if you want to like have a have a fun time with your friends, uh, it is uh, the free version is browser based. You have to make an account. Uh, there are some microtransactiony things, but it's all for cosmetics. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not. Pay to win yeah, it doesn't change the game or anything. I will say that the that the inter, the interface has a learning curve, and I'll be honest, I don't even really know how to use it completely. It's confusing, and it's going to take right. you a while. It is and the I recommend UI. Playing with that, I think that's my major yeah. gripe about it is the UI is like, what the hell is happening? It's yeah. kind of all over the place. But I mean, it, the point of the the point of it is that it's first of all free. So what are you going to complain about? Yep. Um, and it's fun. So free yeah, fun. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what Unless else? there's anything else um, anybody wants to say, I did think. You, yeah. Did you oh, mention well, the... Factorio? That game is amazing. I just looked it up. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Wow, we're having a whole episode about that. There's little buffalo running around on train tracks they get run over on. It's amazing. <laughs> Actually, those are those are aliens. Those are, those those are, are like, aliens? Like you're on alien Alien planet? buffalo. Yeah. Uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it after the show. Uh, so, Blank Media Games, but you know what else you can't complain about or we should talk about in uh, transition? Um... <laughs> the end of the show because all good things must come to an end and uh, let me let me let me go back to our f- beautiful faces there it is and uh, this is the end of the show thank you episode 40 dude 40 episodes 40 episodes 40 yeah. 40 episodes three conventions uh one meetup four conventions and... if you count uh indie three. Oh yeah 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 four conventions bottles of water later yeah really. 99 beers a Bottles uh, of beer on the wall. Hundred, hundreds of more subscribers too. Holy crap! Yeah, uh, uh, we just reached yeah. hundred likes on Facebook. Thanks, guys. Yeah, um, oh, that's great. That's a great job too. Yeah, it's nice. Inter- interviews out the wazoo. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, our wazoo is packed full of interviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's not as packed as some of those. Uh, some of those bosses from uh, from Boss One Hundred and One. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, well, if you are uh, a game developer like Tim, or if you know someone who is, or you do anything with games like art or music or anything like that, let us know. Um, just let us know so we can we can we love our whole point is to support indie devs so we can feature your work and and, and get you exposure. Uh, even if it's not on the show, we we have a website indiegameride.com. We can write an article, uh, you know, put you on there, give you a little bit of exposure, tweet you Great. out, all that sort of stuff. Um, that is what we are about. Um, if you are watching this on our live version, remember we have a, a recorded version. Yeah, hello. Uh, we have a recorded <laughs> we have a recorded version uh, that comes out um, every week that has the the background music and bumpers. Um, we already have gameplay footage in the live version now, but uh, so check that out on indiegameride.com. Uh, it's also on. It's actually hosted on YouTube, but we always put it on our website. And then uh, if you are watching the recorded version, check us out live. You can. Stick around for our tomfoolery in between segments, and uh, we're on hitbox.tv slash Yashinya. We record Fridays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, so come join us. A couple of other things just to make you aware of. Um, actually, after this episode, we're going to have to uh, pick out our uh, the game that we're going to tell Indie Gamer Chick to review. Um, if you don't know, we have a challenge going on with her called Put Our Money Where Our Mouths Are Challenge. Basically, um, out of the games that we re- that we feature for the month, we pick our favorite. 
uh, if she hasn't reviewed it yet, we pick we pick our favorite and tell her, hey, here, check out this game. Do a review. It gets the game. Um, first of all, she buys the game, so supports the dev. It gets the game more exposure because she awesome. has a very popular blog. Um, and then we also uh, match the amount of the game uh, and donate it to her charity. It's not, it's not her charity, but it's her charity of choice, um, which is the Epilepsy Foundation because she suffers from epilepsy. Um, so it helps a lot of people. Everyone's like a win-win-win-win-win-win situation. So um, stay tuned for that. We also have a Patreon. Talk about a win-win situation. It helps yeah. us. And uh, also, if it helps us, that means we can do more things for you guys. Really uh, could use the help to, to get kind of push indie game right in, even further into awesomeness and helping indie games and things like that. So check us out on Patreon. You also get some cool stuff. Yeah. You can't, you know, like like you, you might have missed the Indiegogo that we ran, but now you can get some of the stuff that we had on the Indiegogo at the Patreon. Yeah. So yeah. patreon.com yeah. slash indie game right. Pronounce that because I always wondered myself until I Patreon? hear it. You guys have said it the same way as a few other people now. Yeah. There's Patreon. also people who say like Patreon or Patreon. I don't know. It's supposed to be like you're a patri you're a patron. Patron. Of, of, I almost said patriot. Patron. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget it. Anyway. Yeah, something like that. Um <laughs> so if you uh if you want to contact us about any of this stuff or if you want to get featured, contact us. You can check us out on Twitter at IGR Podcast, Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast. Website is IndieGameRiot.com. And email is contact at uh, IndieGameRiot.com. You almost messed up. Almost, almost did it, it again. <laughs> almost did it again. Um, and lastly, thank you, Tim, again for joining us. Yeah, um, go check out his game, Boss 101. Tim, or, uh, I almost say Tim, Donnelly Time. Fa- DonnellyTimeFoundation.com or Boss101.com. They make time machines in the future. You just don't know. You do make time machines. They've already been made, clearly. (laughs) They've already been made 30 years. they're ever going to be made, they've already been made. Yes. Uh, so to go check it out. Thank you so much yeah, for. Come back! I love this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. You guys want? Yeah, if we ever, if we, if you ever want to come back if on, Rev's just ever chat. Gone, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, we. I don't mind having people on yeah, again, definitely. just as guests and things like that. So, yeah. You guys are great. Thank it's you fun. so much. Uh, any last words, gentlemen? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about more indie games after the show. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All Thank right. You. Well. Yeah. Definitely. Say goodbye. See you next Peace. time, guys. See ya. Toodles. Thank you, guys.